Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, good morning. Sandy, it is a beautiful morning. What's going on? Well, I'm excited about today's episode because we're talking about respect, and respect is something that seems to have disappeared in the past few years. Many people seem so intent on promoting and defending their own beliefs that they've lost sight of other people's humanity. Along with that, some people seem to have lost respect for themselves. So today is a really important topic. It's a biggie. It's a biggie. So what is respect? Respect is a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something usually elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. What it means is that you accept somebody or something for who they are, even when they're different from you or you don't agree with them. Somehow we've lost that. I like to think of it like the yoga greeting namaste, which loosely means the light in me Uh recognizes the light in you. That's so beautiful. Which is like acknowledging somebody else's inherent value and right to exist, whether you know them or not. It's just saying... I have a regard for you because you, like me, are a creature on this planet. And because of that, we have inherent value and worth. Great example. Thank you. I am not the first person to think of that. (laughs) (laughs) That is what respect is all about. And what's interesting is that who or what you respect often comes from your values, attitudes, and beliefs. How so? If you value something or if, like, I really respect firefighters because I value my life and my possessions and those of other people. They put their lives on the line to make sure that things I value are taken care of. I really respect people who fight fires. Mm -hmm. That's just an example. What about you? I like to think of it like... I used to have professors in college who would say, on the first day, they hand out a syllabus and say, starting today, every single one of you has an A in this class. Over the next 13 weeks, you can either keep that A or you can lose it. Hmm. And that's kind of how I feel about respect, like going right out of the gate, everybody gets it. You can lose it, yes, depending on your actions. Otherwise, you get it. Like It's the default until somebody does something or makes decisions that kind of make you go, oh, they don't respect themselves or others. You know, that's why they say that you teach people to respect you. You teach people how to treat you because they're watching how you treat yourself and how you treat others. And then you can drop in their esteem. And then they follow that lead. Right. And that's so true. I love that professors who would say you have an A, you start out perfect. Yes. And then if you want to muck it up, you can. Otherwise, earn it and you get to keep it. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. I love that. So there are different kinds of respect. You can respect other people, yourself, things, or ideas. If you want with other people to get it, you have to give it. Ooh, that's a big one. (laughs) It is because I think we think of respect. It's not a word we hear generally in conversation. When I think about it, for some reason, some kind of gangster movie, some mob movie comes to mind with like, you will respect me. And that's fear. That's not respect. No, exactly. There's a big difference. 
There is a big difference. Yes. And it's important for people to understand that fear is not the kind of respect that anybody wants to have or show. It's easily lost. Yes. Well, like you said about the A, you start with the A. And then if you do something that violates my values, if I value kindness and treating people and things well and being friendly and all that, and you just aren't, I lose a little bit of respect. Mm -hmm. I think I have mentioned in a past episode about when I went to a conference and there was a man talking about how he teaches healthy living and all kinds of food, eating well and all those things. Then he was about 30, 40 pounds overweight and he went outside at the break and smoked a cigarette after getting all kinds of junk food off the food table. And I had trouble respecting him because he wasn't walking his talk. He talked a great story, but I watched his actions. There was no way to respect him. I can respect him as a human being, but I would not respect his ability to teach what he said he could teach because he didn't live it. And that takes us back to being congruent. Exactly. My everyday example of this is our weekly <laughs> foray to Costco. Oh, because yes. Because it's like our, this is so sad, but it's like our, <laughs> our date our Sunday date, we go to Costco, my husband and I, and it's the worst possible time to go because everybody and their dog is there. And right. we've kind of watched people go downhill as far as recognizing other people in Costco. There used to be some order to the chaos. You drove your cart on the right side, like you drive your car on the right side of the road. Right. You watched out for other people. You didn't stop in the middle of the aisle. You know, there was some kind of order and it's gone. Right. It's gone. And I get frustrated, but my husband gets mad. And the other day <laughs> we were there and he looked at me with this kind of incredulous look on his face and said, I'm so much nicer in Costco when I'm here with you. <laughs> and I said, you're worse than oh, this? Dear. When you're here by yourself? <laughs> and he said, yeah, people are clueless and they don't pay attention and they don't see or recognize other people or how their actions affect other people. And I let them know. And I was like, oh, oh I'm glad I'm not there for that. <laughs> and you're not exemplifying your own values. If it makes you mad that people aren't watching out for you, how come it's okay for you to be a jerk to them. <laughs> That's not right. Did you say that? Well, I mean, he got it by the look on my face. He knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> he was pushing my buttons. But just that, you know, coming around a corner and there's a guy parked there with his cart and his kids and his whole family spread across the aisle and you sit there and you wait for them to move or you say, excuse me. And then it feels like the interaction could go well, that maybe they would look up and go, oh, I'm so sorry, which is essentially saying, I I recognize your right to be here just as much as mine. And I apologize. I wasn't keeping that in mind. But right. he didn't. He just flicked his eyes at us like we were a nuisance and kept doing what he was doing. And that's where like yeah. Costco road rage comes in, <laughs> <laughs> which takes us back to the anger issue and anger just being a cover up emotion, because essentially it's me going, how come I'm recognizing you, but you're not recognizing me? Exactly. They're disrespecting you. Yes. And unfortunately, it probably means they don't see you. There's a lot of that. 
yes, there is a lot of that. And somehow we used to call it common courtesy. Yeah. And somehow it's not common anymore. Nope. Our grandson now lives in one of the southern states. And he says one of the things he really likes about the southern states is they still have manners. They teach their children to say, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, and respect their elders and people in positions of authority like teachers. And he said that other parts of the country where he has lived, it's not like that. People are not teaching their children to be respectful of elders or teachers or firefighters or police or whatever. They're just taking their stand and looking at where they're coming from and not seeing the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. The world revolves around the individual instead of the individual revolving around or with the world. Yes. I don't understand where that shift came from. It's only been the last few years, but it's kind of disturbing. And I would like it if we could have a more civilized world the world is a whole different thing, but Mm -hmm. have a more civilized culture where we do treat each other with respect. Yes. And like with the Costco issue, I think my point with my husband is you want people to respect you and in his regular life, people do. He's lucky to be a very tall person so he can maybe get away with saying things that I as a five foot three person would not get away with saying. (laughs) I don't elicit the same kind of fear-based respect as he might. But my point to him was your value is acknowledging other people, seeing other people, looking out for other people. If you want them to give you that, give it to yourself too, which also means not vocalizing, like respect your own boundaries so that other people might respect you and your boundaries as well. And granted, it's probably not going to happen in Costco because you're not going to see these people until (laughs) next Sunday. (laughs) But if you go through the world thinking everybody should look out for you, but you're not willing to look out for everybody else, then you're not really walking your walk. Right, right. And that's what it is. It's about walking your walk and treating others the way you'd like to be treated. Treat people with kindness and good manners and be polite and appreciation and all those things. And also you earn respect by being trustworthy, reliable, and responsible. Yes. So it starts with self-respect. Yes, that is huge. And that's really what this is all about. And like you said with your husband, he realized, well, he respects himself. So in a way, he's demeaning himself and not treating himself with respect by getting mad and letting other people know what he thinks. That's not who he wants to be or who he sees himself as being. I do think it's a little fun for him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, that's a whole other thing. (laughs) Okay, so when you respect yourself, that's where you claim your personal power. And you do that by loving and appreciating all of who you are, treating yourself well and expecting others to do the same, valuing your talents, skills, and how you use them, setting boundaries around yourself to ensure others treat you well. That's really important. Boundaries. We've talked about those before. Many you times. make sure that other people treat you the way you want to be treated and you don't accept anything less. You be gentle with and appreciate yourself. 
do things that take care of your mind, emotions, and body. Don't let other people define your boundaries or control you. Removing yourself from negative situations and appreciating the amazing person you are. And if you do all that, you will have claimed your personal power and other people will respect you. As Confucius says, respect yourself and others will respect you. And the opposite of that is true. Disrespect yourself and other people will disrespect you. Yes. Do you have examples of that, Shand? What do you think? It calls to mind conversations that I had with my stepdaughter when she was turning into a teenager and exploring who she wanted to be and wearing lots of makeup and figuring out what clothing styles worked well for her and trying to explain why she might not want to show a certain amount of skin. Mm-hmm. And that was a really hard conversation for me to have because just because you show certain amounts of skin doesn't mean you're disrespecting yourself. But understanding that there's a time and a place to be a little bit more risque is huge. And I had a hard time explaining why to her. Mm-hmm. And it was about figuring out what your value is and who gets to see certain parts of you and when and how the world will treat you if you're showing more skin in some certain situations than other people are. Right. And it was such a hard conversation to have because especially with her generation, she's a teenager now, the word shame has become quite popular recently. And it's all about shaming people for their decisions that they make. Are are they ever ashamed of themselves? Well, that's the question is, what is your value? You know, and how do you want the world to see you? And the fact is, if you're looking risque in situations where that isn't the norm, right now, the world may see you as not respecting yourself. Right. And that's what I wanted her to get. But it was so hard to explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially since all of the influencers and whatever those folks are out there who teenagers are looking at to show them how they're supposed to be are promoting, especially for girls, to wear really, really short skirts and really low-cut blouses or short shorts or whatever. And those kinds of things, as you said, they are risque, but I don't think teenagers know that word. I don't think they understand how it comes across. They just think they look good because they look like the influencer tells them they're supposed to. And they're not thinking for themselves. And that makes me sad because, like you said, what is your value? Who do you want to be perceived as? And how do you need to act in order to gain your own respect and the respect of others? Yes. And they're operating, presumably, without all the information. Yes. When the style is hypersexualized, but you haven't ventured into that territory yet. To you, it's just playing adult. It's the urge to be a grown-up and have everything that comes with that. But you don't fully get it because you haven't fully walked through that door yet. So yeah, it was a really hard conversation. And I was just trying to get her to say or to see, who am I and what do I feel comfortable with? Like, where is my happy spot? And then can I defend that to the world? Right. And how will the world treat me if I decide that my happy spot is showing my midriff all the time instead of just when I go to the beach, you know, that kind of thing. And that's a really hard question to ask when it sort of has to be experienced. 
She uh-huh. doesn't know how the world's going to treat her differently yet. But she has her values. And I think she would like to be, I mean, her values says she is not loose uh, as far as sexuality goes, that she takes care of herself and that she's a strong woman. And her clothing needs to reflect that, exhibit that. Right. And, and what I was trying to say was the skin is going to override everything else. Yes. You may be brilliant and have great ideas and be the smartest, most capable person on the world. But if you put your cleavage forward first, nobody's going to get there. Yes, exactly. I hope that not just your daughter, but all young people are able to figure this out and treat themselves with respect so they will gain respect from others. Because without respect, there's no relationship. Right. And it's important to understand that too, that if you're in a relationship where there is no respect on both sides, you don't have anything healthy and you need to either fix it or get out because it's not emotionally safe and maybe physically safe environment. Yeah, that comes with boundaries again. It's all related. Yes. So you can respect stuff as well. Yes. You've spoken in the past about how you respect when you're vacuuming, you don't run your vacuum into the wall, that kind of thing, because you respect the fact that you have a lovely home and you want to keep it that way. But a lot of people don't respect things. Well, yeah, we have a rental, a house that we rent, and the last renters did not respect it, trashed it. And I I think we're not the first landlords to have that complaint because they didn't own it and the repairs are not their responsibility. They did whatever the heck they wanted, and that did not include taking care of the structure. Yes, exactly. And you can also respect things outside of your home or your car. You can respect our country. That's a thing. I think that counts as a thing. (laughs) That's That's why most of us stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance, because we're really grateful that we get to live in this great country where we can share our ideas and be who we want to be. As long as we stay within the laws, nobody's going to sanction us. And there are a lot of countries where you cannot speak up, you cannot do what you want. Showing respect for the country and the flag, not the politicians, just the fact the United States and our flag and what it stands for is really important. That's respecting a thing. I think that we could do a whole other issue on that. Yeah, we probably could. We also live in a country that gives you the right to disagree with the country. And so I think people who don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance may perhaps have their own legitimate reasons not to, and they are also taking advantage of their right to say, we differ. Exactly. There are a lot of ideas out there right now that are really hard to talk about because they are so polarizing and people have become stuck in their ideology mm-hmm. and y- there's no discussing because either they're right and you're wrong or vice versa and there is no talking about it and the respect there has all but dissipated yes because we can't seem to get out of our own philosophies anymore and that probably takes us to beliefs and ideas and what it means to have a belief versus to have an idea but being able to put aside what you think is right 
to hear somebody's viewpoint is more important now than ever. And we don't seem to be able to do it anymore. I know. We used to. And we used to be able to say, well, I just can't see that, but I still like you. And I still appreciate the amazing person you are. And that seems to have gotten lost too. The respect of you are a human being and in every area of your life that I've seen, you're a pretty good human being. And just because you have this one idea that isn't really hurting anybody, I can still respect you. It would be interesting to see what would happen in Congress if one side, and I don't care which side, as a whole said to the other side, you know what, we really want to understand where you're coming from. We think the things you think about don't make sense to us, but maybe we're missing something because you seem to be functional human beings. So you probably have some legitimate ideas. (laughs) Help us understand where you're coming from. And that right there shows so much respect. It would be interesting to see how the other side reacted. Yeah, I would love to see that. And on a much smaller scale, that's what we all can do with one-on-one or small groups of people that we may be part of is listen, hear where they're coming from, see if it has the merit that speaks to you. And even if it doesn't, you have given them the respect of acknowledging they have a right to have an opinion and you have listened and maybe learned something, maybe not, but you haven't thrown away the relationship. I feel like a lot of it comes down to communication, obviously, but knowing how to communicate. Because sometimes when you have an idea or a belief and you're just so tied up in it, for some reason or another, your identity is part of it and you can't hear somebody else's viewpoint without feeling threatened, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to find the willingness to hear and the ability to say what you're trying to say. I don't know that we communicate well as a species. We don't. Sometimes just finding the words Mm -hmm. is, well, it's not impossible, but it feels impossible. And then when you get all tied up inside and your values are feeling all violated and you can't separate what the person is saying from a personal attack, Mm -hmm. then there is no way to communicate effectively. Exactly. And that's where it's important to be able to emotionally step outside of what's going on Mm -hmm. and realize it's not a personal attack unless they are attacking you. But most of the time, they're stating their thoughts, opinions, ideas that don't mesh with yours, but it's not about you. So if you can distance yourself, and that's your personal power, that's how you exhibit it, is to set the boundary around yourself. Listen, but don't take it in and make it personal. Yeah, don't take things personally. And that's respecting the other person and yourself. There's a lot of people choosing to be victims these days, which gives away personal power, Mm -hmm. but makes everybody else responsible for you and your feelings. Right. And that's another conversation that I've tried to have with my husband's daughter is like, it isn't up to the world to take care of you. If you want to choose to be hurt by whatever's going on, not that she does, just watching what's happening in the world then you are always going to be at the mercy of everything that's going on. Take ownership of you in your life and take the effort to take care of you. Right. Yeah. And that's back to personal power again. That's what it's all about. Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) 
Yes, it's all about understanding who you are, knowing who you are, and then bringing that into any relationship or anything that you do. Okay, bring us home. (laughs) Wow, what an interesting subject. And it's so big. We could talk about this for weeks. So big and so important. Okay, so to wrap up, what you respect is determined by your values, attitudes, and beliefs. So it's important to get clear with yourself on what those are. Respect is a vital part of any relationship. If you don't have it, your relationship is not going to go well. You can respect other people, yourself, things, and ideas. In relationships, respect has to be earned by being trustworthy, reliable, responsible, considerate, and consistent. Lack of these things will destroy any kind of respect. When you respect yourself, you set boundaries about what you will tolerate and will not tolerate, and you treat yourself well and claim your personal power. When you respect things, you appreciate what they are and take care of them, and you appreciate what they do for you in your life. And I think it's important to add here, they don't have to be your things. Oh, yes, because they, like somebody's car, it may not be your car, but it does things for somebody else, and you have to respect that person and what their positions are too. Yes. When you respect ideas, you don't have to agree with them, but you don't need to argue if it's not going to get you anywhere, and you can still respect the person. And the bottom line is that respect is important in every part of your life. Oh, such a big topic. (laughs) Thank you, Sandy. So important. Thank you, Shannon. We want to hear from you, whether it is your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, or if there are any topics that you'd like us to address in future episodes, send them to us. And we would love for you to review our podcast. To do this, you can visit yourpersonalpowerpod.com. You can click contact and also drop us an email. And if you would like to make changes in your personal or business life, spending time with a coach can make all the difference. So Sandy is offering a free consultation. You can contact her at sandy at inside jobscoach.com and put coaching in the subject line and she'll contact you to schedule a free call. Thank you for listening to your personal power pod. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.